Hello, hello, and welcome back to Podcast Assemble, show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. What up, DL? How's it going, dude? How's it going, DL? Well, I'm, you some, know, some yeah. serious big energy this week. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, we've got something special for you guys. We've got something a little special for you guys. We are doing our first and probably only ever, <laughs> I'm not sure we're ever going to be able to do this again, uh, first ever interview. Yeah, we are. I mean, and we maybe do other ones if you like it. We'll yeah, see. we will absolutely we'll do but our I mean, best. But this is the first opportunity we've had. That is true. That is true. We had my uh, my mate Jamie Oliveira from uh, Oliveira underscore Bros on Instagram. If you want to check him out, he is an aspiring writer, director, many other things, and it's such a great a conversation. Teacher of a teacher of film studies. I can't many wait for you things. guys to hear it. Renaissance we are man, shut up and get right into it now. On with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to Podcast Assemble. We're here with Tommy, uh, myself, Dre. We're hello. doing something different this week. We've got a we've got a special guest, Mr. Jamie Oliveira. Do you want to introduce yourself, Jamie? Yeah, how are we doing, guys? This is my first time in Australia. <laughs> first time. <laughs> He's an hour in. I'm going to say my first time introducing myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's an hour in. What was your first question to me? Maybe second. Uh, when you when you text me on Instagram, you were, you were landed. You're like, all right, I'm, I'm getting settled. Yeah, where, where do I get some roux? Yeah, he, he came here to fucking eat, bro. He came here to conquer. Been in, been yeah. in Bali. You ever uh, had uh, you ever had crocodile before? I have had crocodile before. That's a delight. Or no, I've had alligator. I've had alligator, not yeah, crocodile. So alligator's better. Like it's it's better than roux is comparatively. Really? Like if you're comparing roux to like, like a, a steak, steak and alligator to like chicken, Dre I talks prefer. a lot of shit about the roux. It's not good. Never had a bad one. Well, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit then? Tell us yeah. exactly who you are. I thought we were going to talk about exotic meats. Please, we can. That, that's the whole point of the podcast. But it I starts know why. that way. We'll get some time codes in somewhere once we figure <laughs> out what the hell's going on. We're gonna. Can I say one thing before I Did before I, I talk about myself? This microphone. Yeah. No, you look great, <laughs> mate. Um, okay, you ready for this? I actually learned this at the university that Dre and I both went to. Shout out uh, UCSB. So. Um, crocodiles and alligators came before dinosaurs. Wow! In evolution, true story. I thought they, they were stuck hungry. around longer as well. They stuck around. I heard they were angry because they had all the teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> you know that they, you know they found a, a Nile croc in the fucking Everglades. A Nile. Croc? Now the question is, like, it didn't swim there. Surely that was just some. Oh crazy no! It's Florida just like, fucker. how did they find Burmese pythons? <laughs> pythons in there. Some fucking. How did they get in the sewers, Tiger King bro? guy that's all yeah. on the Nile croc bender. Anyway. Okay, so um, alligator, crocodiles, before, and then came dinosaurs, and then came um, chickens. Okay, if you have, if you eat chicken. And you eat crocodile or alligator, you might find that they taste very similar. They do. They do. I think that, you know, the alligator I've had, it tastes chickeny to begin with. Mm. And then it kind of like, it just like dissipates a little quicker. You think, I think, the, op- I think the opposite. So okay. when, I, when I tried it, I tried it when I was, uh, I was in Nashville, somewhere random really? like that. And uh, yeah, so I had it at like, it was like a big fair, random, all these fates and shit. And this dude was like, come try alligator. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to try alligator. And it was like cooked three different ways. Gator. Yeah. <laughs> gator. Uh, it was cooked three different ways. And the one I remember was the f- deep fried, because obviously who doesn't love deep fried? But the one I tried, which was just regular like pan fried, mm-hmm. it was like, it's what chicken should have been. Okay. It was fucking delicious. Which leads me back to my point. Are you going to say dinosaurs taste like chicken? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because, and this was explained to me in my dinosaurs class, 
in Campbell Hall. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, yes. Everyone thought this class, by the way. Can we go aside, back with just a second? Yes. There's a dinosaur yes. class somewhere? And this is the best part. Everyone's like, fuck, I'm a freshman. Dinosaurs? UCSB? I'm going to take this class. Jurassic it's the sickest Park. class ever. Until you realize you have to memorize Awful. a million bones. It was Think awful. how big these dinosaurs are, bro. I don't think mind about, memorizing bones if you're talking about dinosaurs. It was dumb as fuck. You think so, but dude, it was you're, one you're of those, drunk half can the you time name, as well. Yeah, so. Can you name any of the bones right now? I never took Let it. I learned, from, I learned from the I, idiots. I was not an archaeologist <laughs> major, if there even was one there. I was there because Indiana Jones is my second favorite film after Jurassic Park. Which one? Indiana Jones. I I dinosaurs and archaeologists. That's all I, I want. I put Indiana Jones above Jurassic Park. Yeah, the first I, I one too, but I'm a big that, dinosaur but, guy. But but sure, but surely the first Indiana Jones. No, no the, the first, first Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park is pretty premiere. It's like one of the highest grossing. I would say even time. the second one gets a bad rap as mm, well, dude. Bad movie. I haven't seen the second one. Nah. It's not the one where he wakes up and the Velociraptors in the in the helicopter with him and he's like, I think, Alan. I think Vince Vaughn's in that one. Right? Oh, do you want to know? Actually, the best <laughs> Vince Vaughn is in that one. The best GIF I've honestly ever seen is from Jurassic Park. Do you know? Actually, Jurassic Park Two. Sorry, you know the bit when they're hunting the raptors and they brought that dude in. Yeah, he's like the premier rest. hunter. Yeah. yeah and there's a, there's the bit when you see the raptor in the foreground. And he's like, God, he thinks he's got it. And the raptor jumps out from the side. Yeah. He's like, clever girl. Yeah. I think oh, that's I the first that. one. No, no, that's no. the first one. Oh, is that the, it's part, the first part, one? The first, yeah. yeah. So the best gif I've genuinely ever seen, it was shared with me recently by a friend of mine, Cal. And someone has genuinely photoshopped in giraffes instead of yeah. raptors. Yeah. And you think that sounds weird. It's exactly as weird as it sounds. It's because like, the giraffe's head the just comes this is, down. This is hilarious, right? This is, this is UK banter. <laughs> But it's the best thing I've I actually seen. can imagine because it's a long neck. Yeah, it just comes down out of the sides. I, um, me and my brothers, that's kind of an inside joke. We'll say clever girl. Clever girl. All the time for yeah. the last 30 years. Clever girl. Yeah. I think you, you've done that a few times Bunch as well. Bunch of times. So but uh, where where were we? It does taste a bit like chicken. That's the end. That's it the does. end of that it, story I wanted to say. It does. Taste I like think it adds up. I'm no archaeologist or uh, dinatologist. I don't know how we'd uh, test this theory. There's no way right now. I, Unless Jurassic Park's a real thing. I tested it already. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Jurassic Park <laughs> on your many travels. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about about your travels? Yeah. Your okay, travel so back to that idea. Instagram. Uh, fresh out of college even in college i attempted to start um a travel series and this was at a time when you know there's no instagram or instagram it was due first start not a lot of, like only the hippest of alpha fees yeah and like people that like yeah. were just like you didn't really want to be friends with yes you know what i mean like I was really early the, on Instagram. The, <laughs> I was an early adult. Were you? Yeah. I was you like, also had a thing with, for chicks with fringe. I was like, fuck this Facebook shit. Uh, like, it's, <laughs> it's, too, it's too personal. I just want to put weird, uh, like, artsy pictures okay. up. That's all I want to do. And I, I've never been too quick with the technical stuff. Um, to my disadvantage, you know, when you're trying to, to make stuff like this. I, I think we finally got on Instagram in a serious way like 2016 like i was so late that was like me too i was yeah. like i was on snapchat like no this is the future yeah like, like, and then instagram took them out in like a day yeah uh i remember I, that that was that was like a sweep that was like yeah it was a clean four sweep, to zero that's was funny no you chance. said because like people didn't have instagram when no. we were in uni no they college. didn't like, ah, we, i think they you were probably too young like like my, I, I remember my girlfriend at the time had it and i was like this is fucking dumb and i yeah. like, never thought about it ever since like well if you want something that's even sadder, 
when I first started university, my, one of my best mates came over. He was at Leeds. I was at a place called Lancaster. We talked about it before. He came over and he was like, dude, this is the future. Jump on this social media. And it was Facebook. And I was like, nah, man, it'll never take over from MySpace. Uh, I know. <laughs> I got my top eight. Bro. I yeah, know. I my I top my music eight on is there. in. Yeah. I used to like that shit, man. That lowdown was like trying to teach you how to code a little bit. I appreciate there was that. A, there was a, like, so I tried to find my MySpace. You can't find it. No, I tried to find mine actually. Gone. But mine's, mine's still there, but I can't yeah, log no, into it's for it. For sure for the best. But the reason is because like my, my partner is, uh, they, they had something else. It was like Skyblog in Europe. And it was like this kind of quasi MySpace thing. And we found hers and it was super embarrassing for her. So she mm. obviously tried to find mine, but we couldn't find it. Mm. My point, I, I'd never even heard of Skyblog. It's crazy. I, how I've never heard of it either. I, I had a MySpace um, probably like the last two years 2021? of high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still got it. <laughs> Uh, probably the last two years of high Dre, school. Dre's dropped out of his top eight, by the way. And yeah. then you move, you went. I moved to university. Yep. And it was like, oh no, you got to get a Facebook because that's mm-hmm. what the college kids use. Yeah. That was the original pitch. Zuckerberg said. Yeah. So was it for rating girls originally? Say what? It, it was, was originally for like rating. Well, rating attractiveness. How hot people were. All right. So the year is twenty twelve, and I'm graduating uni. For all you British listeners. Um, and then we just really wanted to get out and see the world. Yeah. You know, uh, I think people don't realize how much YouTube and Instagram mm. have done to show people the world. You traveled. That's totally right? like man. You, you, I remember you traveled in what Europe because I gave you recommendations on Lisbon. Supporting a trade, Lisbon, by the way. For sure. Way back in the day. Lisbon. So I, I've always loved to travel, man. I, obviously, I moved to freaking Australia. I've been here for eight years yeah. across this other side of the world. But I had no idea you were doing this travel thing. Or maybe I did yeah. and I, I forgot. But that's that's interesting. So like, while you were in uni. But you know, because yeah. you, you traveled pre-Instagram, there was a time when you could go to a place in the world and you didn't see the same fashion. Hmm. And you didn't yeah. see the same. That little, was kind of cool. Little hip uh, I t- abodes. I traveled here when I was twenty-one. So the reason I'm here now is because when I was fresh off the boat, fresh out of uni, I was like, I need to travel. So I went. I did uh, Southeast Asia. So I did like Malaysia all the way up through to Thailand. And I flew down here. I did Australia for six months. Then I flew over to the it's states. A good haul. Six months. Uh, and then I flew over to the states and I did a road trip basically from LA all the way across to New York. Mm-hmm. And when I was over here, I was like, fuck, I really have to live in Australia at some point in my life. That's kind of how I ended Pretty up cool. here. Yeah. But the, the reason why that's funny is because when I came here, it was like, you remember that sort of stereotypical surfer fashion that you would see on TV? On Billabong. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Billabong, baggy shit t-shirts, Every the bodies. Every single one of those brands was made like what, here. Like literally across the used to wear. I was like, yeah. fuck. Like, and I got, I full got it. I full bought. I bought. I, yeah, hey, I drank the Kool-Aid ready. 100%. I came back with all these like baggy t-shirts. What, and what shit. do they call? Um, do they call them thongs? Yeah, buddy yeah. <laughs> smugglers. Thongs. No thong, thongs. Uh, you are mean like literally like flip flops? Flip flops. Flip flops. Yeah. We'd call them. Well, um, in the real world, I went to my first out of the U.S. experience was in um, Lisbon, Portugal, and I was nineteen. Such a great place. Well, Azores technically, but like Lisbon, Azores, whatever. So this is two thousand nine, and there was a uh, distinct difference in fashion and mm. culture and uh all that and then and i only mentioned this because 
Lisbon is a place I've, I've gone back to probably 10 times. Mm. Oh, wow. So I've been able to see it evolve. evolve and mm. now you go there and it is the same Instagram fashion yeah, for as sure. you see anywhere in the world. That's crazy. It's TikTok nowadays. And, you've got to grow, grow up. Grow up, man. The restaurants, the same posh yeah, kind of hip yeah. restaurant vibe that I was just in here in Sydney. Mm. You can find now in Lisbon. Whereas when I first went, pre Instagram is what, what really did it. Pre that, uh, there was its own little subculture to, hmm. Which to things. It, it, it's interesting and great because you get more people are going out, but it's kind of you know it's kind of sad. Something like that. globalization. Yeah, it, it is literally like just everybody sh- can see the same fashion. I guess that's p- part of the reason why I like Melbourne so much. Like, and not to be a hipster, but it is. It does have. It does have its slight quirks. Mm-hmm. Like. I know hipster hipster fashion and like being geeky is the thing right now, but in Melbourne it takes that extra step. And it's the rest are all girls with piercings. That's literally the <laughs> it is all girls with piercings. hair colors. It's pretty much the same thing. Nah, it's like the restaurants. Like I was looking today, so it was my my best mates just got engaged, right? So I was looking to buy it. And I was like, ah, oh, I could I should send them a voucher for something, you know, something nice. Go to a new restaurant, try something different. I found this restaurant and it was so fucking quirky. You couldn't even buy a voucher. You couldn't even contact them online all you could do was like there was like a number it was like if we answer we answer if we don't we you don't. knock three and times it, or yeah yeah percent. <laughs> and it fits yeah you, you ring three times if it doesn't answer they're not going to it, the place fit like 10 people and it was specifically cuisine from this one tiny area of bangalore and i was like that is so fucking niche i was about to say um it's kind of cool. That's kind it's, of the places that's, I look for. But that's what I'm. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's yeah. why Melbourne's a bit of a throwback yeah. for me because it it's kind of kept its individuality in a weird little way. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like the last frontier of that. Like when you when you like, hey, where where can I go where things would just be way different? Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> it's Melbourne. <laughs> it's definitely not fucking <laughs> Sydney. No, it's, it's China, man. The the fashion there is different. Whenever I see like famous people in China who I don't know who they are, I'm like, wow, they are dressed so differently than if you went to like an Oscars red carpet party. I don't know. The kids are getting pretty wild these days. The kids get pretty. Which ones wild. though? All of the kids. Oh, all of them, man. Kids, kids in general. Like the, they those, wear some wacky those TikTok shit. leggings, bro. They wear some wacky shit sometimes. Um, or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. That's what I was getting. Somewhere at. in the middle, I was joking about. So you're a bit of a movie buff. You were telling me before. Yeah, I've been trying to work my way in the entertainment industry for the past decade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. in and out it's of a hard yeah. slog. Yeah, started with the travel thing. Yeah, um, so yeah. so that was so I actually started with writing, writing scripts. And wow, so okay. you can write a script. It's about um, well, apparently Netflix buy anything, so <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't throw a meal at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, would have been great. So you you can write a script, and it, if you write it without anybody asking you to, yeah, it's called a spec script because mm-hmm. you're writing it on speculation. Okay. So I started writing spec scripts and it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing, right? You want to get to a point where you get invited to the room to pitch an idea. Like, let's say, I know you guys are a bunch of fucking, can we, can we cuss on this fucking? You can, you can curse. You do you. You guys are a bunch of fucking nerds talking yeah. about your little uh, Marvel um, Universe movies and whatever. Yeah, yeah. You want to be, so those movies aren't written on spec. Yeah, yeah. Like Close. they're like, we need an Iron Man six. Yeah. Um, who can can do this? So they send it 
out to agents or managers. Um, and they generally... I thought that was most Hollywood movies. I thought most Hollywood yes. movies started with an idea in the studio. And to then... a degree. Okay. After about 2010, things kind of became easier to make with mm. digital film. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that, that kind of loosened up. But traditionally, yeah. Mm. So I... But I... Is a chicken or the egg thing. You got to have some sort of proof that you can be that guy. For sure. Or that girl. So you got to start with a spec script. Um, and those take a while to write, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you're not doing it for any money. So yeah, that was one kind of, let's just call it a vertical that I was trying to do. And then on the side of that was the travel show stuff. Yep. And the idea with the travel show stuff was, I just have always been so enamored by culture. Just mm. some people are, some people aren't, I get it. Some people want just that same exact thing that they've always gotten. That's fine. Teach their own. That's not me. Mm. I've always just been so in love with seeing how people do it, how other people do it. I grew up in a very like multi multicultural area. Does it, does it make you sad? You were talking before about, <laughs> about everywhere. Globalization. Yeah. Becoming exactly the same through Instagram um, globalization. Does that kind of make you sad? I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't change that. It's, humanity evolving as a society mm. and it is what it is i i i actually just feel lucky that i did see a time before that wow. and that that had nothing to do with me really that just had to do when i was born parents. yeah, yeah <laughs> pure <laughs> chance yeah my parents my parents helped me get over there for shout sure. out to his parents yeah yeah, yeah. individualism yeah. will bleed through you'd think always it just may not be as prevalent yeah and there 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 are still some wacky spots like what you're talking about this place in melbourne but you yeah instagram just really leveled the playing field in terms of Big like time. and then also makeup tutorials bro <laughs> do you do a lot bro, of them i don't do any of them but <laughs> there was a time where like you would go to europe and you would see that like weird 90s european oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, you yeah, were yeah. there yeah, yeah. The, it's just like what the fuck and yeah. even like this place has no got lost idea in history. what yeah. you're talking about well italian you know you just must have the italian stereotype of like Euro big eyebrows yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah just ra early rave shit oh man <laughs> i was like, watching some videos walking around the with day. capris sorry that no, was you weird go. for me no that is that is very europe that's like 90s europe. Yes. yeah oh big time so i was watching a thing the other day and it was about manchester in the 90s near where i'm from and so there's one real specific club there. I, w I won't get too, too into it, but like it was owned by gangsters, basically. So it was, a f it was effectively a front for selling drugs and making money. As all clubs should be. Owned As all clubs side. really are. But they were yeah. showing some like footage from in the club in the 90s. And you were like, the these are some creatures. <laughs> <laughs> like, like globalization is a great thing. But you're like, ah, oh, sort of. Oh, sort of. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Listen to that one. What's that? Uh, GG... What? Gigi Hadid? No, he was like an early rave star. Giorgio. Tequila Tequila? tequila? <laughs> I don't think I was a rave star. Tequila Tequila. She was in my top eight. Man. Oh no. <laughs> I got a mate who dated her. Oh swear really? to God. A mate's brother. Yeah. Oh, no, it's getting further away. Mate's yeah. brother's dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. penicillin. Yeah, he needed it, I'm sure. <laughs> but like that's part of what we sort of get here to talk about is like we have a real fascination with quirky movies. So like, I don't know how much you know about a movie studio called A24. They're the dream. Yeah, that's they literally. They are fucking cool. They are literally 
been on my radar for 10 years. So they they're, they're yeah. recently on our radar. Last, last two oh. years. Like I've, I've, I've seen their movies. I yeah. just know it was the same production company yeah. making all of them. I so think I've probably seen a lot more of that movie. They're than not necessarily has. making them. No. Um, they buy them sometimes yeah. to distribute. Mm. And then they also sometimes like act as the bank to fund them. Yes. But they're not the ones like boots on the ground necessarily. That being said, I mean, there's, I 110% agree with you guys. Yeah. Like what they put out is, is in my view, generally just quality. Yeah. Like something you can lean into as a brand, like a 24 has something unique. There's a culture there. There must be, for you. whether they're buying it, making it, distributing it, yeah. somebody's mm-hmm. identifying mm-hmm. it. Right. Like, and they have every one of their movies makes you think, right? I think yeah. I, what I, what I like about a lot of them is there. We talked about this in one of our podcasts, link to it. Fucking, I don't know, but it's, how they their trailers often like mislead the viewer, <laughs> like in a great in a way that's good for society. You, you mean Big you don't time. know the entire movie before? Exactly. <laughs> in a way wow. that's good. But like I think that it's more like they mar- like the Green Knight's a great example. They market this oh, is going to be this. I medieval- went and I went and saw that. Yeah, I love theaters. That yeah. I, well, I yeah. I didn't because I, was I wasn't I wasn't here. But yeah, the the point being, it was like advertises as like medieval epic. Right, right as Game of Thrones kind of ends, like a couple of years after that or whatever, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, that's what that is." And you watch oh, yeah. that movie; it is not that at all, but it's fucking awesome. I liked it. I loved it. I'm, I really I'm more liked than it. happy for a studio yeah. to trick me to go and see a movie, as long yeah. as you know what I'm getting is quality. Yeah, we, we went to see the other day one of their newer ones, and it's it's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You seen it? I haven't seen it. Okay. Now this is what we described as an A24 version of attempting like a big budget sort of like. Oh, it was Franchise shot movie. with two toothpicks and but shit. But it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. swear to God. It's unbelievable. Well, it's got two, it's got literally two sets. Yeah, two one's sets. in an office building yeah. and one's like in a laundry mat. They, yes. they, they, and they did out, like practical yeah. effects. They hired out like an office building, yeah. yeah. And they literally would just, like, they just accidentally, so you know the, the shot when, uh, who's the chick who's in Halloween? I always forget her name. Halloween, you mean uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No, 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 the, the other one. The, the, the girl who worked in the tax office. Oh, uh, fucking God. Whatever her name what is. What is her name? I'm pulling up IMDb. So she was jumping down Pull the stairs to, to, to kick. Jamie Lynn some th- Curtis or something? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, yeah, perfect. Lee Curtis. So she's, there's a scene when she's jumping down the stairs to karate kick at the main character. And it just, so like, that's, that's a fluke. So they just found out by accident there was a room on the side of the stairs that they could get the camera into so they could stay far enough away that they could film her jumping down mm-hmm. the stairs to kick, to, to, to kick the main character. But if that wasn't there, it'd be a completely different shot because they would have either had to create a whole new room. Yeah, they would have been or, tactical as fuck about it. it, it sure. It's just the way how they use the budget they have yeah. or like the, the people who are making it use the uh-huh. budget they're given from A24 and so uniquely build these movies. I love That might have even been, a. I don't want to speak too much on it, but that might have even been a movie that A24 bought. Yeah. Because it was yeah, yeah. done so cheaply. So that, that, from what I know about that film is... Um, it was done by two directors yep, and that started as music video directors. That's it. And then they had a Sundance hit. You listen called... to our podcast. No, I think he's just very educated. Yeah. No, man, yeah. this is the industry yeah. I've been trying yeah. to get yeah. in for ten years. Um, they did uh, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, they did. Yeah, which was a like Sundance darling type situation with Daniel Radcliffe. 
He like I've still not seen that, you know. I, really I haven't seen either. it either. So I hated Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter, and then I've, I well, I've come too. to like him a lot more as he's older. Mm. Some of his shit. Anyway, aside. I just find him, he's just like a piece of wood. As an aside. Wow. You hated Daniel Radcliffe. As Harry Potter. He is. Hattie. No, he isn't. I mean, he's he, I mean there's no, no way I can deny that he is. He's he is. Hattie. But what accent is that? <laughs> he's Hattie. It's, it sounds like it's, it's almost it's Scottish. definitely not from, from Hogwarts. <laughs> he's Hattie. <laughs> it gets worse. He's, Harry, he's Scottish. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Hi. Harry Potter. Uh, no, point being, he's, I, I've come to like him a lot more in yeah. time. But, well, uh, he's used his financial stability to pick roles that... Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Which is like Robert Pattinson, too. Same. Robert Pattinson's he, the man. He used his, his financial Batman. stability to be like, you know his what? I'm going to do this film that is a great role and a great story and could use a star like me to sell and uh, do I shit I want to do. I rate, I rate when you know actors get to a stage in their career where they're well-known enough they're financially sound enough that they just go take a step back. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to do the things I want to do because I yeah. enjoy doing them. Ryan when, Reynolds could do that. Ryan Gosling. might be benefited. Ryan Gosling is a really good example though. <laughs> just slow down. Just, just take a yeah. Slow yeah. Down. Less yeah. movies, yeah. less jokes, yeah. more thinking. It's actually quite funny. Samuel Jackson came out this week and was like, he's like, you know what? I give a fuck about Oscars. I just want to do the things that I enjoy doing. So he just wants to do yeah. like Marvel movies and shit. Yeah, Fair well, play to it. Sure. Like, you, know, you, you, you mentioned Ryan Reynolds. I'm old enough that every time I see Ryan Reynolds, it's like, that's Van Wilder. It is Van yeah, Wilder. Yeah, it's Van Wilder. It is Van Wilder. Party liaison. He plays the same guy. He plays the same yeah. guy. He's still playing that same yeah. guy. He's, he's like rode that train. But to be honest, I actually, we were talking about this on a podcast a few, few weeks ago. He was on uh, Am I Next Guest with David Letterman on Netflix. Okay. And the, his whole talk track about like film and his approach, like, it actually made me respect him a lot more. Super knowledgeable. Like, what do you, can you give me the spark notes? The spark notes is just like he he's very very uh, educated on like comedy. Okay. And he really res- respects mm. and loves comedy, and so like that's part of the reason why I don't think he stretches himself too much is because that's just what he loves. And the other side of it is mm. he's just got a he's just got a mad respect for like, and he's very humble. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, it's hard to make fun of someone that's that humble and educated, and also makes like. fun of himself. All yeah, exactly, the time. <laughs> he's pretty good at making yeah. fun, and, yeah. and and that's what we all appreciate, I, right? I just yeah. like him enough that I'm like, fuck, you could you could experiment more. But he he talks about that on it. He's like, I don't really want, I want to stay in my lane. Yeah, well, he tried he Blade did Three a little bit. I was about to he say, tried Blade Three, and that went real bad. He did, and then there was but like that an, experimenting an, an <laughs> Amityville, indie film. same character just in an action movie. <laughs> Do an indie flick. How many superheroes has that guy been? He's been oh, at least green. three. At least three. Green Lantern. He's, he's been played in two different Gambit. kinds of Deadpool. He's been Gambit. Deadpool. He's not been Gambit. He lo- who was Gambit? It wasn't him. I'm telling you right now, it was not him. Okay. In the, know, Gambit, lo- the Wolverine movie? Something, something Wolverine? No, he was a dude with a sword, maybe? Yeah, he was de- two Deadpool. He was two different, uh, two different Deadpools. Like two imagination. Like two. He, had, he was rebootuated yeah. as a new Deadpool that was much better. He's up there with like actors who've played the most superhero characters. Yeah. He's Chris, got he's, Chris Pine. Chris Pine's done a Sorry, few. Not Chris uh, Pine. You mean Chris Evans. Chris Evans done yeah, three. I, I did that one on purpose. You. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. We don't sure. believe you. Am I Scottish? Do I, am I Scottish and I've never noticed this? Is that what's happening here? No, man. I want some Scottish. Am I Scottish? <laughs> Every day we're here talking about Scottish shit. That was, that was better. It was, that was like Russian that was, Yeah. That was his Daniel Radcliffe accent. I'm <laughs> working on it. Um, <laughs> so then talk to us a little bit then about trying to break into the, the movie yeah. industry. Is that, you say it's okay. real difficult and I mean that's the... Well, 
expectation. I, let me, it, it depends on three things. And this is probably everything in life. It depends on product. Yep. So I was, what in this situation where you want to be a writer, that yep. would be the spec script. Right. Yeah, can we go back to that spec script? Because you said yeah. there were a couple of different ways, we, and, and we, we got stuck on spec yeah. script. Can we? Mm-hmm. What are the other ways before we carry on? Uh, on the spec script vertical, um, I also fancy myself a director. Mm. Yeah, fancy pants. So, yeah, very fancy. What are those things called? The wooden clipboards that look like the, the, the clapper. What are they called? Slate. Slates. Slate. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard. Um, he thought it was a Pac-Man. Nah. <laughs> well, that'd be cool though. Like you could start that. Call it. No, it doesn't make a walk. I don't think anybody doesn't make a walk. Walk about. Sell it on Instagram. Anyway, carry on before we carry on. Okay, so in, in terms of uh, the writing, I would toggle back and forth writing a script that would be that kind of the you know hundred two hundred million dollar movie mm. that I would just sell. Mm. Like I wouldn't be able to talk my way into directing. Right. Yeah, you and just like pew, 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 take the cash. But then you get the you get the name. And exactly. Then it's easier. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah, get the fair. credit yeah. uh, and um, uh, you can build that way. So I toggle back and forth between doing that and then a two million and under mm-hmm. film uh, that I would be like, No, this is my story. Mm-hmm. This is my story. I'm so you, what you mean is one million for you and two million for the movie. <laughs> probably not even. More probably like if you're a director, uh, and Generally, you're like a writer director at that point. Uh, you, I would take like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, for sure. Just to do it. Yeah, yeah. Just to just to make that happen. But here's, here's a question I've always wondered. Uh huh. It's, it's you hear about actors who get like astronomical amounts of money. So mm-hmm. like, for example, Robert Downey Jr. is paid in excess of twenty five plus million to do mm-hmm. some of the um, MCU movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Which actors can you get on a budget of two million who are recognizable enough that People are going to come and see the movie, yeah. But also would take under depends on the piece, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Well, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm wondering. So like, the 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 minimum that actors would have to agree to is what the unions have yeah, negotiated. Of course. Yeah, so yeah, SAG yeah. is yeah. the union. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like there's something called a SAG minimum. Yeah, yeah. And it's depending, like, uh, I think it's like sixty grand yeah. or something. So, yeah. yeah, that that number popped in USD. my head too. Um, I, I don't know for sure, but it, it'd be something like that. And, uh, yeah, that's part of the, the, the tricky part. You got to find somebody like what we were talking. That's why we were talking about how, um, how great it is. What Robert Pattinson or Daniel Radcliffe mm. are doing is that they are that somebody yeah. that have recognized that they in their mind are financially successful enough mm. to be that part, that member of the cast that takes a SAG minimum role mm. and yet their name is what gets the rest yeah, of the financing. For a piece that they like as well. I'm yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's oh, a, yeah. Well, Pattinson yeah. did The Lighthouse. Isn't that, that's A24. I really want to watch that. Yeah, oh, we should. buddy. Yeah, it's buddy. on my watch list. Buddy. Those are the ones you got to watch in the yeah. theater. <laughs> I I was you know what the moment I I just it it finally just I could not accept the Oscars any longer were, was <laughs> it when, took a real tangent it wasn't the slap yeah it sounds like it was oh much no no that. it was before yeah. that it was when um William Defoe didn't get nominated for the Lighthouse for best supporting actor I mean that performance 
is unreal. Mm. Have you seen it? Haven't seen it. Oh, I, I've, tr- I've I've tried to get us to watch for the pod, but it might be too. So it's on the podcast, right? So for context, we do mm. a bunch of different shit. We don't just talk about like geeky comic book shit. Okay, we have like a bunch. Dre of really like, pitched it that you guys just talk about geeky. Well, comic we we have a bunch of other shit that we talk up. about as well. Up. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got to try. He's got to try his best to make it yeah. sound shit. Yeah. We we have like a bunch of little side hustles we do. Like so, for example, we've been going through a lot of Chris Nolan movies as one. Mm-hmm. We're picking favorite directors and going through cool. the movies, talking them through. One of my favorites, funnily enough, was one of his early movies. Do you know Memento? Yeah. It's like one of my... We watched it for the pod. I'd never seen it. And now it's one of my all-time favorite movies. So we do like these weird little side hustles. I heard a story about Memento, and I don't know how true it is, is that they didn't originally intend to um, tell it backwards that that was a decision made in the edit. Interesting. Wow. I don't... I wasn't there. (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't there, but that's in the good. edit. Or? But did no no one edits all his own movies? Surely, like he'd uh, be pretty involved. Well, yeah, any, maybe back any, then. Any director is Nolan and his is, brother write pretty much all the movies yeah. together. Yeah, so, so that's any, interesting. That any director is very very involved in the edit, but he probably had like an editor that was doing yeah. at that time. They shot that on film, mm. so literally doing the cuts and stuff. Hot take. Real quick, hot take because we're on no one. That's interesting. Was Tenant a good movie? Mm. Tenant. Tenant. Mr. Protagonist. <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> I think that's the adequate response. <laughs> it but it wasn't a good I, movie. I think it was an incredibly well made yeah. movie. And I loved the. I love the idea. I just don't get behind the execution. It wasn't. It wasn't executed well. It was like it was almost half baked. I think yeah. that it it was a uh, what's the phrase? It was a uh, up its own ass. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is that the phrase? I was gonna say ambitious, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's the same thing. Yeah, really. You've never been ambitious. All, all, up yeah, your the own same ass. plug. Uh, plug to an episode we did on that one um, I'm just curious because anyone that likes Nolan has a strong mm-hmm. feeling one way or the other one about either that one or Interstellar and I didn't really like Interstellar either. you know what we, we rewatched it recently and I much Bell preferred it the second time around okay. I think because I saw it in cinemas the first time mm-hmm. so and I. I was a little bit hungover and it was a bit overwhelming yeah. and like it's a lot to take in like it's really fucking sad movie it's real depressing mm-hmm. Yeah. but the second time I watched Good it movies can be though yeah you know? of, of course yeah. But then the second time I watched it, like I just kind of went along for the ride. I was like less, less expectations about it being, you know, being a Nolan movie and it's going to be amazing. It was just like, yeah, cool. Let's, yeah. let's get into this. So the ending's wank though. You, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. That, I, that I, was the worst I part. checked out when he was like in this suspended animation, yeah. pushing things the 4D to like a, a different dimension. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing. It, Up you, its own ass. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have heard of suspension of disbelief yes okay <laughs> yes i hope so we do a podcast about films. yes it's like I, my biggest thing is like when game of thrones had like they spoilers for game of thrones mm-hmm. if you've seen it mm-hmm. okay well yeah. they pull this dra- this is dragon that dies they pull it out in the, no- the far north with metal chains and everyone's on the comments like where did they get the metal chains <laughs> i'm like this is a show about dragons <laughs> like can you not suspend yeah, it? yeah 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 no i i <laughs> It's just a personal preference for me that um, I lean towards believability. Um, The more believable it is to me. And even in the the scripts that I write, because you you write what you want to see. Yeah. You got it. 
Even though the larger hundred million. That's why I exclusively write porn. <laughs> I don't know they needed writers for that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you just kind of show up at a gas station. Just, well, yeah. you want to you want to keep things like I I do. I yeah. just I, I I want it to be grounded. Yeah. Even it even and you can have grounded. Sci-fi. Oh, for sure. Like you can do for that. Sure. It's possible. Well, it's ironic you, you say that because... You just got to play by the rules that you set up. Yeah. yeah. That, well, that Nolan movie, all of the science fiction in it is apparently based loosely on some facts. He had he had a physicist with him the entire mm -hmm. time who was making him be like... He just gets no. too he says existential. And though. the, the interesting bit thing. is that the end bit was the only bit he didn't have much input on. And that's why it goes so fucked and wacky. And I, I thought that... Talking about Interstellar again, I thought that film could have ended thirty minutes before, 100%. if I recall. We watched so many movies and say that. Yeah, I mean, so many. Movies yeah, because there's not a lot of good movies. Well, that's that's not true. There's a lot of like good directors that obviously go overboard because that's their right. Right, Scorsese is mm. a great example. Mm. He goes he goes long because that's his no, right. No, no director is is perfect. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder's the worst for that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm kind of south on Tarantino these days. I mm. I was pissed when I walked out of Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. Do we see that together? I'm gonna say it right yeah, now. I saw, I saw it and I was like, we were about halfway through. And I was like, if I see one more fucking scene of them driving in a car <laughs> with his feet out the window, <laughs> yeah, like this movie is fucking bullshit. But I don't want to get too far into that movie. Yeah. But my point is, is I used to love as any millennial uh <laughs> used to love uh tarantino mm. and you know it's it's a very tight rope to walk there's a lot of things that can go wrong there's a lot of ways um stories could be changed from what they were initially thought to be mm. no i'm gonna say this right now nobody ever goes into making a bad movie Oh yeah. Oh, for nobody. Because you spend, so, so, you can't imagine how much work gets put into these things. And yeah, sometimes movies fucking suck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt well, said that at one yeah. of the Oscars. He's like, really? you know, we we try. We always go into what with the best yeah, of hopes, sure. and you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Well, it's interesting. I f I feel yeah. like the more independence directors are allowed in Hollywood, the more, as you say, up their own ass they get. In gen I'm generalizing here. Massive, I'm massively generalizing. Yeah. As Prime example, one thing we were bantering about before, fucking George Lucas. Yeah. Like, you could tell by the time yeah. the, the prequels rolled around. Yeah, that guy made He'd me, lost touch he of reality. He way too much money. Yeah. He was, he was. He well, you was know, he had the, the rights to the toys. So, all, yeah. so they, yeah. every toy penny they sent, they got basically went to him effectively. Uh, yeah. He was the first billionaire from films. Oh, really? But, um. Lucasfilm, huh? Uh, and Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, yeah. That was them. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody ever goes in. So, I ridicule films with that. <laughs> Good. With that understanding. Which is totally fair. It's that, like when I like, criticize like, LeBron, right? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> you, Not everyone's you, the you best. Gotta be, you gotta be light with them. And no direct, no director is perfect. Well, I, I got a question for you then. Um, yeah. I'd love to get back to your, your, your stories about sure. actually trying to be in the industry. Because I'm so fascinated by that. Mm -hmm. Question for you then. So one yeah. thing we make fun of, like every single podcast we've ever done, like going way back to the beginning, is a movie... I wonder if you've seen uh, the 2018 movie Aquaman. No. With Jason Momoa. Good for you. 
That's great for you because no. we, a long time ago, decided that's the most average movie of all time. Okay. And what we do is we don't like rank things. We say, mm-hmm. is it better or worse than the most average movie you can think of? Okay. And I think that's a much lighter, more pleasant way than going, it's 11 out of 10 because uh-huh. that's not helping anyone. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I never saw it. And in fact, don't, I, I hate to break it to you guys. In, in keeping with kind of what I just said with suspension of disbelief, I don't really watch superhero movies. That's, that's fair. fair. It's actually, to be honest, man, yeah. the, more, the, the more I've been watching them, the less I like them yeah. over time. Yeah, they're so predictable. They're, they're like the, word, they're, they're, the reason I got into it, because I was like, oh, this is kind of this connected world, and yeah. Downing Jr. had a fucking great Iron Man performance. Yeah. Really yeah. And then you had uh, the other guy who played a great Captain America, well, and then Chris Hemsworth. Uh, well, was, well, though that three was pretty cool. And, uh, also, Dark Knight, the game back to Chris Nolan. I put that in a different... Go, go I put that in a different... Such a going back to Pattinson, that new Batman movie is different. It's fire. It's half an hour too long. They leaned it, yeah, yep. It's half an hour too long. Well, well, anytime you're like, oh yeah, that's the end, and then it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just watched the Lord of the Rings. It was definitely oh that. Moment. I watched the Lord of the Rings, the extended edition, taking it to Mordor. It's a great fucking movie. It, it fucking ends with them like on the cliff, like burning. They put it. The spoilers. They fucking got it to Mordor. Lord of the Rings. It in the yeah. Mount Doom, and I'm like, it, it, it darks out, and I'm like, oh, we're good. And then I'm like, I click it, like to put, and it's like. 55 minutes left. <laughs> and I was like, what? The extended not, edition is like uh, a whole other hour. Have you read the books? I have, but I like Christ, the books are worse. I love There's to so read so much though. more. I, than, the books. Half of that last book is ending. The books, I couldn't get through. Um, And I, I never, I got to make another confession. I never saw the third Lord of the Rings movie. because oh, that's a good one. I was kind of over it. At, at that time... Uh, I mean, it I doesn't seem like it'd be something you'd be into, no, based off what you're saying. No, yeah. and also at that time, the graphics for me weren't there yet. Interesting. I oh, remember... It does pretty well, though. They still? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, maybe it's because it's I like how... Pers- it's like, you, you can tell that it's uh, miniatures a uh, lot of the time. And yeah. it's like, I almost prefer miniatures than this yeah, CGI so. bullshit you we know, get. Speaking so, of you know. miniatures... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay something down. For the first time in podcast assemble history, I'm going to lay this you down. say that. You, you don't know. You've never <laughs> listened to the episode. We've, we've talked about some weird shit. shit. Yeah, and COVID a lasted a long time. You guys we, ready for this? Yeah, yeah. We're up to seven episodes now. Yeah. We're doing all right. Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. Let's hear it. The best movie ever made. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a great film. I love it. But it, favorite? How can you have a favorite? Yeah, film? it's tough. That's that's. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's. Come back to that in a second. Okay, uh, the best film ever made is Titanic. I can see my that. My God, my girlfriend's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding, bro. It's so funny because it's you say that it's and an like achievement for my, sure. No, my quali- Titanic. My qualification for like like so she's like oh I hate Robert Pattinson now he's just so weird he does all these weird movies I'm like I love him now I'm like okay this is why we're different with <laughs> our weird dudes <laughs> yeah this is this is why we're different with our our movie taste so you're saying that Titanic is the greatest it, movie ever made she's gonna yeah she's gonna eat that up let's hear it okay so what that film was made in 1996 maybe even 95 mm. released in 96 released in 96 so 94 yeah, I mean, Leo 95. was like I think it was released in 97 Leo is the age he now dates women at yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and, 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 and uh, okay let's just talk about the story you know you guys have heard of Romeo and Juliet right I hope so yeah it's yeah. 500 years old or some yeah. shit like that. Mm, okay. Yeah. There's a reason why this idea of tragic lovers. Yeah. Tragic lovers is a thing. It's just, I don't know. You want to go into human 
the human condition. I don't know. Okay, so you 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 already got that story, but it's elevated. It's elevated. Yeah, the, the ship literally goes halfway through. Perpendicular. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. elevated and then yeah, it yeah. it's it's doing that kickflip type thing, isn't yeah. it? The... So so you you take a, a story as old as time. I think it literally says that tales in, as old as time, in, in, oh. right? Yeah. Okay, as old as the chicken Titanic. Yeah, and oh. and then you put it on <laughs> a boat where everybody fucking knows what's gonna happen, mm. and if you what sparked this idea uh, or this reference to me was we were talking about graphics. Mm -hmm. Those graphics mm. hold up. They used a lot of miniatures in that. Though. And they used a lot of miniatures. Yeah. They It was this Time like sweet spot in special effects history where they did have like these early stages of CGI that were starting to actually work. Yeah. But they were still... Heavily reliant on miniatures and real takes. And just the scope of that film. To have those sets. To have those costumes. To have that many people. And to make that long of a show interesting. And then you want to go to another full layer. Look at the two stars of that show. Like this wasn't like this accident i mean maybe it was maybe it wasn't but like no. look at the two stars and and the careers they were not like kate winslet wasn't kate winslet back then leonardo dicaprio wasn't leonardo dicaprio no let's then. put this off. was his, this guy this was this and, was and and so but the careers they've had just speak to the quality in my mind speak to the quality that they were back then and so you just have these fantastic, like everything is confluence. Just, everything yeah. it just comes together and still holds up twenty five years later. The only criticism I actually think Titanic is a great movie. I okay. just give my girlfriend shit because it's like three hours long. I don't want to watch it every other yeah, weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. But <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> like, the the Man. the main criticism I have with that movie is the amount of times the motherfucker says Rose, Rose, Rose. <laughs> it's like every other word is fucking Rose. I'm like, dude, the we're dialogue talking, has. We're issues. talking about movies that go yeah. half an hour too long. Mm -hmm. That movie is too fucking long. You think? Didn't, yeah. Didn't need all but, but when I didn't do need watch the old it, I, But when I do watch it, I'm engaged. I am engaged. Didn't need the whole I didn't care about that. I didn't care about her story. Well, and then that whole just throw that me into the story of like her as a young bean. I don't need to see the whole thing. And then she's got the necklace. Yeah, that, that part was a little yeah, extra. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. You t you're telling me right? That's I, I that is your like yardstick. Best wait, film ever made. That's your yardstick for graphics and visuals uh, you're telling me that's better than jurassic park it's deaf no 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 no. you were saying there's a yardstick for visuals there we were talking about visuals can't, can't they both be they can i mean they did they they actually that's a good point to bring up jurassic park wasn't too yeah, it was a, it, you, it had prosthetics it, and cgi yeah, yeah. You, i would even argue that jurassic park and titanic are, are kind of the same era of special effects or they did both. Jurassic Park yeah. really pushed yeah. the boundaries. Yeah, um, I think in I like in best films ever made. Yeah, I'd put Titanic. I mean, the Jurassic scope Park. of it, the scope. But in terms of like special effects, I would yeah. I would call them the best of the same era. Okay, that hold up. I hate people asking the question like, "What's your favorite movie ever?" But I I kind of like to put a twist on that, and I say. You know, let's hypothetically put you in a situation whereby, you know, you've you've murdered a bunch of people. You're on death row. I've done that. Yeah. 
You've been this on death row. Yeah. This is why I'm out here, man. Yeah, this is why I'm in all spots out here. He's on the run. <laughs> Through Bali, Don't bro. tell anybody. Flight's <laughs> canceled. <laughs> fucking <laughs> took a cargo ship in. Yeah. All right, so you're about to go for the chair, right? We've got three hours left, and they say, all right. You can watch any movie you want. You've got three hours. What's that one, The Green Mile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get into that right now. No, the, uh, I would, for me, it's, dude, every, every time this movie's on, I have to finish it. The Departed. It's close. Oh, yeah. The Departed. I love The Departed. And, it, and the themes of that movie, you know, it, it, would, it would go, I guess it would set the tone for what was going to come. <laughs> All right, just kill me. Yeah, I was going to say, like, fuck, I want to be upbeat. I don't want to yeah. go into it. I don't yeah. know if being upbeat it's a good movie though. Is uh it's it, yeah, it's tragic and it's got its uh Yeah. Know. I don't I don't know if framing it that way really helps me because I don't know if I would watch a movie. Uh, That's a great point. That's all you got. You don't have anything <laughs> else. I'm about to get murdered. You don't like, have anything else. Yeah, like no, but let's just let's just put it as, you know, you're on the island, right? It's a, a classic. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that. I really don't. I would say, you know, just because you you brought up the departed, um, a more of a Goodfellas fan. Ah. If we're talking Scorsese. Goodfellas is a great movie. And that's the end of part one. We're going to be real sneaky and make this eke out into two weeks. You happy with that, DL? I am happy. I'm sure Jamie's happy. What <laughs> Jamie's definitely happy. We'll give, we'll give him some props. If you want to find Jamie, find him at... Olivera underscore bros. On Instagram. Yeah. You can hit him up. And if you want to find us, we are at Podcast Assemble or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Tally ho. Tally ho. Thank you.